Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. This is David X. Cohen, ex-executive producer of Futurama, and you are listening to The Nerdy Show. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Tony. Hi, I'm Chan. Hey, I'm Brandon. Hi, I'm Denica. And this is a Nerdy Show microsode where we're going to be talking about cats in oh. fiction. Oh, shit. I prepared oh, really, an entire man. list of bats. I thought you said bats. I don't have anything prepared for that was for a pretty cats. short list. Shit. No, there's so many things about bats. No, it's easy. You got Batman. Now I want this bat list. There's that cute bat from Rescue Rangers. Oh, That's there's it. there's so many movies and books. Man, bat, bat girl, bat woman. All right, so talking so, about cats. <laughs> yes. Well, the reason we're talking about cats, this microsode is brought to you by Gamma Willow, which is a game studio that's producing their first game, and it's called Cat Shaped Life. They're fans of the show, and they have sponsored this microsode where we're going to talk about cats in fiction. But first, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you guys a little bit about Cat Shaped Life, which is on Kickstarter right now. There'll be a link on this episode's page. The premise is this. You are a cat-shaped cat. Hunt, play, and explore your surroundings to discover your cat-shaped destiny. But work fast. You only have 30 days to convince somebody to adopt you and escape the pound forever. Cat Shaped Life is a point-and-click life simulator RPG. Decisions, challenges, and random story events affect the player's stats and relationships with other characters, feline, and otherwise. Branching story paths result in many possible game-end scenarios. They say it's like Munchkin meets Princess Maker or Long Live the Queen. <laughs> they said cat-shaped cat as if there were other sh- shaped cats. Did we figure out how it was like Munchkin? That's Munchkin the card game, which I've played, and then two other games which I have not played. I don't have no reference. Long Live the Queen is fantastic. It's a point and click where you're trying to navigate this poor girl's life to see if she'll become a good princess or killed or murdered or whatever. So if it's like that game, I want a cat-shaped destiny. <laughs> I, that sounds so incredibly depressing potentially because it's like... <laughs> 30 days before euthanasia. Yep. <laughs> there should be a whole scene of you getting put down if you don't make it. Maybe. It's okay. The game has nine continues, so. <laughs> I was I, waiting for it. I appreciate you going there, Chan. I hope it's yeah. really successful so they can make the sequel Cat-Shaped Wife. <laughs> because I want a cat-shaped wife. Mm. Well, I'm sure there's some, uh, <laughs> some costuming that could uh, help you with that in the bedroom. I don't know who's going to be wearing it. I'm going to be the cat-shaped wife. With that, let's talk about cats in fiction. Cats have mystified humankind for as long as 
our two races have had a relationship together. There's the Egyptian gods, Bast or Sekhmet, or um, in Florida, where Nerdy Show is based out of, there's the ancient wood carving, the Marco Island Cat, which is a really uh, intriguing wooden deity figure that was found in the muck over in Marco Island. I don't know anything about that. It's... I thought you were going to talk about the six-toed cat gods. Is that a Ooh. thing? The Hemingway cats. Well, why are they gods? Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of Hemingway <laughs> I, I cats. that was stating the obvious. Well, you know, there are other cats that are godlike. There are Janus cats that have two faces, like the Greek god Janus. Do they actually have two? Oh, actually, Wait, I have is seen that a, a thing. We're I have seen a cat with two I've faces. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. No, Unfortunately, guys, that's fact, not fiction. We're talking about fictional cats. That's uh, real. That's a real thing. You have been disqualified, Jim. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, samurai pizza cats. Anyone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> samurai, samurai pizza, pizza cats. We're jumping into the thick of it. They're so bad, they've gotten farther than any turtle ever had. Who are you going to call when you want some pepperoni? I just really appreciate that it's not only cats, but it's cats whose entire way of life is based around pizza-based puns. <laughs> they are truly my people. If I were to be a cat, I would be a pizza cat. Mm-hmm. The samurai variety. I'm pretty sure one of them sounds just like you, Tony. I think you're in the show, actually. You might well, even be the I announcer. The, I didn't want the cat to come out of the bag like this. <laughs> Jeez. But <laughs> I must confess. <laughs> All right, let's get serious, guys. All right, serious? If we're going to get serious, then i got to address the elephant cat in the room, which is the fact that Ugh. both times that Puss in Boots has appeared in popular culture in his most, I'd say, notable forms, he's had one of the most distinct voices behind him. First, with Christopher Walken. And then Antonio. Antonio Banderas. Hold on. I'm, I'm familiar with the Shrek Antonio Banderas Puss in Boots. Yeah, when was, when was it? Yeah, Christopher Walken. Excuse me, a baking powder? Yeah, late 80s. He was a late live 80s. action Puss in Boots. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean live action? Live action. What do you mean with Christopher live, Walken? It was, it was live action where a Miller's son, after his father died, is given this cat. I mean, it's the actual story of Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Okay, but and does the cat. Where's the boots? All of a sudden, there's Christopher Walken on screen talking to this boy in Italy. Wait, when who wears the no boots? No accent. Christopher wait, Walken? Wait, the cat turns into Christopher Walken. Yep. Yes. So there's a normal cat. It's a real cat. There's a cat wearing yep. boots. And the scene... What's the boots on? It's Christopher Walken. Damn. There's boy, a real-life cat that puts boots on. Are they yep. cat-sized boots? They are not. They're pretty magical boots, though. I was a cat. Essentially. Do you have any tuna fish? I can't do Christopher. Tell Walken. me, friends, what's going on with all of the mice? <laughs> I, I, I missed out on that, yeah, guys. Yeah, I don't. That's really weird. Is it creepy because it's 80s Christopher Walken? No, it's actually incredible. It's very sincere. It's I... sincere, and he demonstrates how well he can dance. Christopher Walken can't do sincere. But, you know, Puss in Boots, though, he goes back pretty far. I mean, that's a like a German legend from like the 1400s, right? Mm-hmm. Cats are generally mistrusted by the uninitiated to cat kind because they're such independent creatures and as such can be painted in very different lights, either being like insightful, godlike personas or Dicks. tricksters. Yeah, I was going to say, we can all agree cats are a bit of an asshole. All of them. No, cats are absolutely no. assholes. They love Just you look. and they purr at you because they want your fucking food. Turn to the internet and you see the two categories into which cats fall. They are either cute and tiny or they get large. They stare at you directly in the eyes. You tell them not to knock something off a shelf and then do it anyway. Yo, y'all are throwing shade here. <laughs> I understand why that distinction is made, but cats have a diverse personalities. There's something that really makes me think about it. When you think about how they're much like people and they have all these different unique features... I think the one fiction that really brings all that together is the Thundercats. 
You know, <laughs> you can find a little bit of yourself in every Thundercat, whether you're Wily Kit and Cat and you're excited and you're exploring inventive. or you're inventive if you're wise old Panthro. The whole or game if you're just humanity. that annoying little shit snarf. <laughs> snarf. Where's my curmudgeonly grumpy cat? Snarf. snarf. But I mean, oh, in, in, in Thundercats, Thundercats. Oh, no, no, where's, you're, you're where's Mumra. Uh, is Mumra a cat? No. 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 You see, <laughs> Mumra ever living. You have Link, so he's old and blind and frustrated. Is that a character? That's canon. Okay. I'd Link like to so. find a little bit of myself in Shitara. Oh. <laughs> uh, she moves too fast for you, anyway, Brandon. I've only taken like ten seconds. <laughs> There's another particular brand of cats in fiction that's very near and dear to Brandon's heart. That's not the Aristocats. Oh, yes. yeah, there's it's a, that's a great that's a movie for the ages. That old it's timeless classic. Yep. Yeah, you know, Disney hasn't been too kind to cats over the years. They're generally villains in Disney films. In fact, Pete, especially the Siamese uh, Goofy's adversary is a cat, even though he doesn't really is, look yeah. like it. But he's the oldest villain in Disney canon. Yeah. Is he? Yes. Yeah. The old still used villain. He dates back even to Steamboat Willie, and he just keeps mm -hmm. going. Well, Walt Disney probably really didn't like cats. He loved mice for some reason. But the Aristocats, it was actually developed originally as a live-action film. Um, <laughs> and then Christopher Walken. And then, what? Yeah, no, it, it was developed as a live-action film, and then Walt Disney died, and they were like, well, we're terrified of our future and strapped for ideas, <laughs> so let's make it an animated feature, because the other one sounded crazy. How do you make a, li like a live-action, but they were still cats like milo and otis or was it just well, like disney, disney was in the business of making live action and nature films so they thought huh. they'd combine the two weird i mean milo and otis did really well i mean they've done other live action animal films there was a cat in escape to witch mountain probably it's been a while there was there was a black cat i rewatched that recently i think i made brandon wait watch what did i watch escape to witch mountain oh there's a talking black the yeah, cat there's, there's that gets a... run over and then reinflates himself no, no wait, no, that's, that's, that's Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Oh, no, there sorry, is a guys. black cat that the kids... Never you know, really, there's no difference between those two movies. There's <laughs> stunning similarities. Hey, aren't there, are there any cats in um, Mutanimals? Well, yeah, I mean, the Mutanimals, as a part of the, the tapestry of Ninja Turtles, they've got uh, Jaguar, uh, pretty much the de facto leader of the Mutanimals, and that's along with the whole rich history of cats and Ninja Turtles, like the action figure Scratch, who's this, like, prison cat, Old Hob from the modern Mutanimals and the uh, the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series, who's a, a one-eyed alley cat dude terrorist, Clunk, Michelangelo's pet cat from the original comics, and Ice Cream Kitty, of course, from Wait, the what? Uh, Ice Cream Kitty. I've shown you Ice Cream Kitty. It's a cat who got hit with ice cream and mutagen at the same time. And... Oh yeah, you told me that from the new series, yeah, right? Yeah. He was never a thing until the new series. Uh -huh. He's a cat made of ice cream. They keep him in the freezer. Yeah. What? That's the, one of the best things I've ever heard being done to a cat. It's both funny and terrifying. <laughs> well, you know, modern, even in web comics, there's characters like Choo Choo Bear from Something Positive and Girls with Slingshots. He's a mm -hmm. boneless jelly cat that slinks Ooh. through the sewers to steal panties from ladies. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> in fact, in Girls with Slingshots, they just discovered a whole home of goopy cats, as they're known. What is mm -hmm. Girls with Slingshots? Please, please let me know what this is. It is a, a comic strip that was built around the idea of these two girls being superheroes that would wield slingshots and eventually became girls drinking drinks called slingshots. And there's cats made out of jelly with no bones that steal panties. Sure. Yep. <laughs> sure. It's a slice of life. What are you going to do? It, yeah. Um, I don't know whose life. <laughs> <laughs> Hazel and Jamie, of course. Anyhow, I, I got to give a personal shout out to SWAT cats. 
which to this day has one of my favorite goddamn openings of any show ever. Unfortunately, it the is... second season has a really not good opening. Yeah, but they kicked the guitar riff up a lot, and I can live with that. Mm, the first one is it dark. was everything both wrong and right with the 90s. What was the name of that hot news reporter cat from SWAT Cats? <laughs> I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Callie Briggs. Do you really remember that? Let's talk about hot cats, since we're talking about SWAT Cats <laughs> and we're talking about her. We got Jenny from Bucky O'Hare. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. we, got, we got Cleo from Heathcliff. I mean, Heathcliff was also a cat, but fuck that guy. No can one I, cares. Can I chime in? <laughs> yeah. Polly from Samurai Pizza Cats. Did anyone? Did, okay, I'm just, maybe it's just me, but does anyone remember the episode when she's like in a talent show or contest and she's singing in a bikini? Yes. Yeah. I think everybody remembers that. I'm just saying. And <laughs> Denica's shaking her head. I mean, just to tie back, if, what, Nermal's a guy, dude. But Nermal is the cutest kitten in the whole wide world. That counts for something, Fuck right? Fuck that kitten. Ship him off to Abu Dhabi. Distinctively Wait, not, a guy? not hot, though. Yes. <laughs> Nermal's a guy. Touching back, it was Callie Briggs, but she was Calico Callie Briggs. And she was the deputy mayor. And there was also Lieutenant Felina Farrell. Oh, yeah. She was the hot cop. Well, she was the military. I am completely mm -hmm. unfamiliar with SWAT cats. Oh, man. <laughs> They were the Radical like, Squadron, guys! They lived in a Got junkyard and flew, lucky. like, F-15s. Nope. For, that they built or something, <laughs> for some reason. It's like the worst thing ever. It's like the no, best thing fuck ever. fuck you. <laughs> it's incredible, You want to see the worst thing ever? Watch the original Thundercats for more than five minutes. You can't. I think mm. you've hurt Tony's feelings. Good. That's always my goal. <laughs> goal. <laughs> you know, guys, I think we should take turns explaining who our favorite cats in fiction are. Mm, okay. Ooh. All right, you go first. All right, my favorite cat is named The General. He's from the Stephen King short story Cat's Eye, and he saves little girls from tiny gremlins with daggers that live in the walls. Wait, which was the Stephen King story with the cat people, and it, there was um, a lot of incest? Oh, Cat and... Girls in Heat. That's no. trauma film. <laughs> I, I had that one. That they was made terrible. it a movie. It was really weird. I don't remember that one. <laughs> Is it Sleepwalkers? Is there a synopsis? <laughs> I'm looking for it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Was there actually a movie called Cat People? Yeah, no, there is a, there's a really cool movie called Cat People. I, I'm hesitant to say it's great, but it, the art direction is awesome and it has uh, Malcolm McDowell in it. There's actually two films called Cat People. There's Cat People from 1942, which starred uh, Simone Simon. And uh, there's Cat People from 1982, which starred Natasia Kinski. It's about basically a panther. And the 82 one is done by the director, the art director, and the composer, all who did uh, American Gigolo in the late 70s. They got together to make this horror film that is totally disgusting, but also very cool. Some bad dialogue, but it's a horror film, you know? The 1942 film is really, really important. It's credited with a couple things, mm -hmm. including the jump scare. They say it's the first film that ever had a jump scare. Yeah, which had a common name at the time called a bus shot because the jump scare was from a bus suddenly going and pulling into the scene. Hmm. It's actually very, very effective, especially for the time. Channing, I think it was Sleepwalkers. Now that I'm like sitting on it, I think that was the name of the movie because I remember the name of the movie like not really telling you what the fuck it was about. <laughs> okay, the plot, Sleepwalkers. Charles Brady and his mother, Mary, are sleepwalkers, nomadic, shape-shifting energy vampires yep. who feed off the life force of virgin women. Though they normally maintain a human form, they can transform partially or fully into human-sized bipedal werecats. Presumably their natural form. Boom. Sounds like, sounds like a fraternity. There was also Wincest. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was apparently starring a bunch of humans and Sparks. I can only assume that Sparks is the name of the cat that they used for the film. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like it opened up with this, one of those creepy scenes of like some old person dying and their cats eating them. Yeah. You mean cute scene. Which reminds me of Catwoman. Not a cat herself, but of course very feline depending on whatever incarnation. And Tim Burton's Catwoman, which that's what reminded me of with Michelle Pfeiffer, was powerful to say the least. <laughs> I just got to point this out real quick. I'm looking at the cast here on the Wikipedia page for Sleepwalkers. First off, it's got Ron Perlman, which is incredible. Oh, I don't but even remember the, that. The cameos, they had John Landis, Joe Dante, Clive Barker, and Mark Hamill. It's just, I, I'm like, what? Tony, what's your favorite cat? If I had to pick one, the one that was most influential as I was growing up. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Was Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Mm, yes. The <laughs> the uh the animated Secretly, series of the Freaky Puppet. The Freaky Puppet, because oh, he was voiced by Nick Bacay, who was also one of the angry beavers. His little is something that I carried with me through the rest of my life. I never watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> so what does this cat do? It's just a talking cat, because there's a witch, so obviously the cat he's is a, magical. He's a familiar, well, you know? Well, Witches don't have familiars. He's not a familiar. He was a warlock who, as punishment for something he did centuries ago, was trapped in the form of a cat. Oh, I saw Wait, that. It's did, called Warlock 2. Did they steal movie. that from Hocus Pocus? Which was first? Sabrina was a comic ages ago. Archie. She's in the Archie universe. But was the cat character only in the TV show or was it in the comic? I'm pretty sure he was in the comic. Salem was in the original comic. Okay. And he dates back to 1962. Got it. So Hocus Pocus stole it from Archie? But then also, I mean, <laughs> cats have been cats and witches. familiars unto witches for like all of witch mythology. Look, everyone so, right, stole right. it from but, the Egyptians. But the, but the concept of it being someone that got in trouble and then was turned into a cat. Right. Eh, it maybe goes somewhere even before Sabrina, for all we know. Maybe. Cap, what is your favorite cat in any genre? It's a difficult question. It's a difficult question, Brandon, who is apparently calling the shots. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say Catwoman doesn't count as she's a human, mm -hmm. but very influential to me for sure. But you know, probably 
my favorite cat, I've been batting this around in my head like so much of a, you know, catnip mouse, is Cat. Danny John Jewell's character from Red Dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy! Yeah. I look buddy. good. How am I looking now? I'm looking real good. He's a cat who's evolved from a pregnant cat left in a, uh, in a cargo hold for three million years on board a spaceship that evolved into a sentient uh, cat-like creatures. They fought a war, and then they evacuate the ship, and he's the last one left on board the Red Dwarf when Dave Lister wakes up after three million years in uh, suspended animation. And he talks like James Brown. Is that is that what? Ish, yeah, kind of, yeah. And dresses. Well, yeah, you know, yes. He's he's yes. a flamboyant personification of a cat in a human body, but with fangs and six nipples. Is, isn't there an episode where Pompadour they're like, with fangs? Uh huh. There's an episode where they're talking about mermaids and like you know the top part's a human and the bottom half's a fish. He's like, no, that's the wrong way. Around. That's the stupid way. Is that <laughs> like, what that's from? Yeah, it's like the top hat is a fish and the bottom half is the rest of the lady. That's the right way to do it. <laughs> I remember, I remember that part clearly. I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. You could have sex with it and eat the top half when you're done. Brilliant guy. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's thinking, honestly. Come on, people. You can't have sex with a mermaid. There's nothing down there. I ain't no fish doctor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how fish do it. <laughs> you know, Growl Tiger's pretty rad. People have a pretty divisive relationship on the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Cats. But uh, I like T.S. Eliot an awful lot, and I think they did a great job of committing those poems from uh, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. You know, I like T.S. Eliot an ocelot as well. <laughs> That's great. There's two of them. Channing? <laughs> yes, sir. I just want you to know this is, this is the start of something beautiful. Oh, God. <laughs> it really is. Prepare to be punished, nerdy show listeners. Oh, geez. Prepare to be punished. Ugh. Oh, that would be your, that would be your superhero name, Tony. The Punisher. The Punisher. Along with my sidekick, Corporal Punishment. Oh. Wolf. We're falling into a hole. Yeah, that dangerous hole. Denica, fill our hole. Well, I think Brandon and I might both have the same favorite currently, because we both have the same favorite set of books. The Abhorson Trilogy by Garth Nix, there is a, a character. There's four uh, books now, okay? It's not a trilogy. <laughs> the Abhorson trilogy is still a trilogy. There is a prequel that's in the universe. There's also many short stories in the universe as well. Um, that being Fine. said. <laughs> Gauntlet throne. There is a sort of demonic free magic, quote unquote, entity that has been forced into the shape of a cat whose name we actually had to research how to say this. This whole time we've been reading these books, not knowing how to say the name. It's M-O-G-G-E-T. And I've always said Mogget. And I said Mogget. And apparently, according to the Wikipedia, they think maybe the name comes from a British or Australian word for cat, Mogi, like kitty. But like, and it's M-O-G-G-Y, and then you thought maybe that's Moggy, but then I was like, what if it's Mogi? Right. But there was still no thing in the Wikipedia on how to say it. It was M just M-O-G-G-Y. But anyway, so he's a, a servant of this Abhorson family who banish the dead who are trying to come back to this plane of existence and kind of take over. Yeah, and this cat is the embodiment of this ancient free magic spirit who's been around since like the dawn of time. Right, so he's got this tiny collar with a bell on it, which is what keeps him in this cat form. And he's sort of one of the, the servants of the family and stays in this big house or whatever. And he's always trying to get whoever's currently around him to take his collar off. So he, in the, the newest book that came out, you actually get to see him with somebody takes the collar off. So you he's, get a, to he's a dick when he gets his collar taken oh, off. Oh, yeah. He's a huge, powerful, almost demonic creature. 
And so the fact that like seeing that that he's been stuck in this smarmy cat body this whole time. And he's like one of the best characters. But every time he gets his collar removed, he becomes just a huge dick who tries to kill everything. Yeah. And that's our favorite favorite. cat thing. (laughs) Cats are furry and they're neat and they got long tails and you can pet them. And sometimes they make you sneeze and they have bad breath. And sometimes they throw up on you. And sometimes a three-legged cat will sit on your face for a second and then walk away and you've got a poop spot on your face where it sat on you. <laughs> it Words of wisdom, juice. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Words of wisdom. Little brown lips go boop. <laughs> My cat makes like little bird noises. Specifically yeah. sounds like a little bird. Every day, he feel lion. It happens. He's tricking people. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird. One of Cap's cats says, oh no, oh no, oh no. And well, it's really prominent. Well, well, yeah, you know, when he's having trouble. The human poops. Uh, with the human sized poops, it's, he's going... Oh no, no, oh no, oh no, oh no. It literally oh no. sounds exactly like that. And then you're like, oh no, he's he's having a hard time pooping. Let's oh, leave no. him alone. All right. We got some shout outs to some nerdy show listeners, and we got some shout outs to some looking ass kitties who uh, we ain't mentioned yet. First of all, we are a listener supported podcast network. We're going to shout out to some February contributors to Nerdy Show who've donated as standalone donations, not Patreon subscriptions. This is if you go to nerdyshow.com slash support. If you don't have the money to subscribe, but you just want to donate one time or do something really creative and weird like these two guys did. Caitlin Kruger and her sibling, Ethan Kruger. These guys are super crazy and they do these very avant-garde standalone donations to Nerdy Show where they do these kind of back and forth call and response things with both of them donating in tandem. Previously, they did the Wonder Twins like powers activate business. And then since our last time that we gave them a shout on the episode, they wrote in with Caitlin saying form of a nerdy show listener and Ethan saying shape of cold hard cash. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And these are two different people. Dangerous. Yeah, they're siblings. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're breaking all the rules, making it up as they go along, doing artful things when it comes to donating to nerdy show. That's fine. So if you want to do a one-time donation, you can go to nerdyshow.com slash support. But if you want to subscribe to Nerdy Show and get tons of outtakes and perks and images and the ability to earn microsodes like this one, then all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash nerdyshow and there's all these different support tiers and you can help us work towards our milestones of building a bigger, better network for you. In fact, this month we're shaking things up with Patreon. We're adding more outtakes and bonus content a month than we ever have before. No longer will subscribers be looking forward to only one new bonus thing a month. You'll be looking forward to as much bonus content as we accidentally create. And it's good stuff. I can guarantee you there's some tangents from this episode that are going to appear in an outtake reel coming soon to Patreon. We're also debuting a brand new milestone to allow us to afford additional editors so we can put out more Nerdy Show content and bring back some of your favorite shows like Atomic Robo Nuts and Bolts, Nerdy Show Book Club, Pokeballs of Steelix, our Pokemon tabletop role-playing show, make our Star Wars speculation show, State of the Empire, a monthly show, all on its own, and even a new format of Nerdy Show episode. That's if you guys can help us reach $1,000 a month. And we want to encourage everybody to make a big push this month in March to join up with Nerdy Show on Patreon. Every little bit helps, and if you like this show, or if you like any of the shows on the network, it's how not only we can keep doing what it is we're doing, but make it even better and do more of it. If everybody who listened to the show gave only a dollar, we'd already be past this milestone. So head over to nerdyshow.com slash Patreon, see what we've got going on over there, and stay tuned for continued updates throughout the month of cool stuff that we're adding. But of course, Nerdy Show isn't the only indie operation in need of your love. 
There's the supporters of this very episode, Gamma Willow, and Cat Shaped Life, which, as we mentioned before, has a Kickstarter going on right now. So uh, we'll link to where you can check out their Kickstarter for Cat Shaped Life on this episode's page. You can also go to GammaWillow.com, and that's kind of a weird word to spell, but all you need to know is that it's actually the first two letters of the phrase, Games Made With Love. Here's some shout-outs, other cats, very important that we didn't get to mention. Shout-out to the cats of Ulthar. Shout-out to Cat from Breath of Fire. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> I had pictures of her all over my wall. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about that later. Shout-out to Greer Grant, a.k.a. Tigra. Shout-out to Luna and Artemis. Shout-out to Eat the Cat. Shout-out to Sylvester. Shout-out to Furball. Shout-out to Aslan. Shout-out to Bagheera. Shout-out to Sher Khan. Shout-out to Barfield. <laughs> Which is Garfield throwing up. <laughs> Which is what he makes me do. Shout out to Bonkers. He's totally nuts. The Animaniacs uh, aren't cats. What no. Are they? no. I don't know what they are. They look like cats. They're Warners. But shout out to the cat who would always sing opera. Rita. Rita the cat. Oh, yeah. The one thing that the Animaniacs are is cute. <laughs> that's right. That's the and one thing that Dot know. is. <laughs> right. Shout out to Felix. Shout out to this Cheshire cat. Shout out to Tikal. <laughs> Shout out to Gigi. Shout out to Muta. Shout out to Prince Loon. Shout out to Mirage from the Aladdin animated series. Shout out oh. to Fritz the Cat. Shout out to the Cat in the Hat. Shout out to Tab from Watership Down. Shout out to Evil the Cat. Shout out to Spot from The Next Generation. Shout out to Cake. Shout out to Blinks the Time Sweeper. Shout out to 50% a Cat Dog. I'm out. Wait, you didn't say Clarion <laughs> or Cat Bug. I know, when you said Tikal, I thought you were just going to name your cats. Well, my cats are Clarion and Tickle, but Clarion the Witch Boy is a witch boy, not a cat. Well, there's Catbug. There's Catbug. Who is also a pug. Sugar peas! Drop them! <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Nerdy Show. Taking us out, Cuckoo Kangaroo made a record called Viral, songs about cats and stuff, and this is one of the many songs about cats on that EP. It's called Cats. C-A-T-Z. Bye, I'm Cat. Bye, I'm Tony. Bye, I'm Chan. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm Danica. Here's cats.
Cats are cool. Cats are awesome. Cats are cool. I like cats. Do you like them too? Na 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 listening to nerdy show if you like what you heard please rate and review us on itunes or like and follow us on soundcloud yay as listener support entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other gnarly shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via patreon brah any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes episodes and images from across the network and there's even more totally tubular perks available just head to patreon.com slash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. You can give us, like, surfboard sponsorships or, like, craft beer sponsorships, you know, whatever. You can subscribe to all the Nerdy Show podcasts via iTunes or SoundCloud. And uh, you can leave a comment, like and share, follow Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks like at Twitter, Instagram, that shit, Pinterest. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, they've totally got it covered. Did you say Catligula? The cl- Catligula. Cat- oh why has no one made that? Why has no one made a mo- like an animated Miyazaki film called Catligula? Hmm, uh, Miyazaki's Catligula. Meow. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.